This episode of the Games Junk Podcast is brought to you by Grip'em Ups. Grip'em Ups, how much can you pull, bro? Welcome to the Games and Junk Podcast, episode 57. My name is Jason Ariola, and joining me today is Anthony Villanueva. Hello. Good timing there on my part. Sorry, man. I should have <laughs> slowed my roll down a little bit I and know. introduced you. Mid-beer burp there. I pushed it all oh, out. So. <laughs> and also joining us is John Lucero. Hello. John, you are becoming just a regular here at this point, so I think, uh, I, I think if... Luke's uh, Luke's schedule can ever intermix with ours. I think we've just got our set four for the most part. Just four mostly white guys just sitting around talking about video games. I mean, yeah, we're <laughs> we are meeting the quota for the internet. We should be a success. Yeah. We should we're, be doing better than we do. <laughs> we're the stereotype. We're the problem. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, uh, except nobody else wants to be on the podcast with us. I was trying to get Frankie on, and he's and he's a person of browner heritage than any of us here. So I was like, oh, that'd be that'd be great. It's like somebody with some somebody some skin tone to them. No, okay, cool. So anyway, yeah, what was that? They can't see us. They can just hear our whiteness. Yeah, there we go. It just comes across. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. Especially with Luke. I mean, he's just so like proper speaking and everything. It's like, oh, that dude's clearly white. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way he's not. <laughs> Why you gotta go cold, dog? <laughs> I done seen it. Anyway, oh, sorry, you're talking about walking the room off the air here. Uh, anyway, so gotta plug walking the room. Yeah, um, yeah. That I'm gonna leave that group em ups thing up for a little while, then I'll, I'll switch it over maybe to Gas Can Squirrel eventually. So, um, anyway, we have got a. We're gonna break our new rule here for our last topic, which which is gonna be the Nintendo Switch, which is the newly revealed name for the NX, uh, introduced, was it Thursday, I believe? Thursday? Yeah. Uh, Sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter what day it was introduced. But anyway, um, we're going to talk about that at the end of the show, so that will be however long of a segment that turns out to be. But in the meantime, we are going to talk about what we've been playing. Um, John and Anthony, you guys have both been playing the same game. Uh, Anthony, you kind of stopped playing it, but... Game game of the year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I need to get my uh, little timer here thing going. I totally forgot about it. Oh, God, I am a professional podcast host, and by professional, I, yeah, I don't know how I'd be professional. Yeah, that's what, like your, your third week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is only like my fourth or fifth year doing this shit, so, I mean, at this point, you'd think I wouldn't know what I'm doing. I, I, I still have a little room to grow, I suppose, so. Anyway, that game you guys have both been playing has been Mafia 3. Uh, John, you finished it, correct? I did. Last night, I finished it. Okay, and Anthony, you are finished with it, correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Let's get this time started, and... Uh, <laughs> You got you guys go ahead and banter back and forth. I'll interject with any questions I might have. I'll play the uh, the the ignorant listener uh, because that's exactly what I am because I haven't played this game myself. So <laughs> probably should not do that right All next right, to the mic. So, oh, go ahead. So uh, yeah, just tell me where you got where you got to in the game because I, I finished it obviously. So I I'm pretty much fit to talk about anything. Uh, I got. 
can't really spoil anything. A big character died, basically. Okay, like, so you probably played about two hours of the game, I'm yeah, guessing. I played probably like three or four, baby. Was, yeah, this, was, was this the bank heist? I, well, I played past that. Okay. Yeah. That, that's as far as I've, I've heard story-wise. That's the, the first mission. Part. Okay. That's like the first hour of the game. Okay. Yeah. And did you get to... Were you Are you past the betrayal portion of the game, I'm guessing? Yeah, I think so. And then I, I recruited Cassandra, I think her name was. Yeah, yeah, she's one of the three uh, three lieutenants you recruit and in the game. I, I cleared out a couple uh, brothels, I guess we'll say. Okay. Just did some uh, busy work, and th- that's basically it. Yeah, um, so I I feel like I know the answer to this question, but uh, what made you bounce off the game? Uh, I don't even know if, it's the, if it was the game, I... I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I just every night I had the urge to play it, but I just I just couldn't put it in my PS4. I just something kept me from playing it. Hmm. I got it at launch too, so I played about an hour that that first weekend, and then about another hour, four or five days after so that. It didn't, I just it maybe just, just like, didn't grab you or it something. Just sat there, yeah, I don't know. Okay, because that's really it was the story wise. I I really want to see this game through because I was just blown away. Just the, the opening of the game, everything's just really solid. But and I guess I kind of see I saw that it was going to become a like a chore okay. from what I've been hearing from other reviews. It's really good storytelling, but the gameplay it's it's decent. But I don't know, just hmm. I can't really I don't know what is keeping me from playing it. But I just decided I'll just get rid of it because okay. I tried playing it every night and just was like, eh, I'll just go play something else. Yeah, you just pop it in the PS4 and you're like, eh, there's other things on this PS4 yeah. I can play. Or okay. I'll watch TV. I don't know. I just there was no interest in it. Gotcha. Maybe I was too hyped because I was a big fan of Mafia Two. It was one of my my favorite games last gen. Yeah, I agree. Really, it was a really good game. Love that game. So, I like Mafia Two quite a bit. Good game. So I was getting this game uh, day one, regardless. Yeah, it's it's disappointing because this game has a lot of the best qualities of Mafia 2, but it tries to fix what people thought were the, was the problem with Mafia 2. And it, I mean, it, it was a fair criticism. Like, it wasn't really an open-world game, but it was designed like one. And they try to shoehorn in some open-world stuff into this, and it kind of detracts from the best parts of the Mafia games, which is the, the story moments, the story missions, the, the cutscenes and whatnot. And even though I finished the game, uh, like... Like Anthony, I was having trouble like starting the game sometimes too because I just the loop was was getting to me. It's just it it the only thing that got me through it was the story and just wanted to see all the cutscenes and see it through to the end. And it was it had the satis- definitely had a satisfying conclusion I think. And it had a really fun ridiculous like post credits thing or two like it was a little over the top but I kind of liked it. Uh, but yeah the. Like I said last week, the the loop of just sneaking in a new place, killing, getting to the the main guy in the place, stabbing him, rinse, rinse and repeat, never changed. In the thirty hours I played it, it's a uh, it's a frustrating game. So one thing I um, I've heard a couple things about this one, and one of my I guess concerns with this loop was. Um, you know, you basically go after these people to drag out, like, a mob boss or whatever. Um, yes. So you sort of antagonize them by taking out their, their underlings. Now, if you happen to stumble upon an area where one of these underlings would be and, like, wipe out everyone that was there, it wouldn't count 
unless you were doing the mission. So if like you stumbled upon this area accident or just, you know, accidentally or whatever, it wouldn't actually like count towards luring out this mob boss. You would end up having to redo that whole whole section again. Exactly. Yeah, I Okay. This is actually it happened to me and happened to me a couple of times. Like I did that and then I realized later on that I was a mission took me back to the same spot and I had to do it all over again. So as I was driving through areas, I would notice a spot where like a cluster of enemies was located. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm, gonna, well, I'm not going to go over there because I know I'm going to go over there later anyway, and I just be wasting my time. So it just it, it was easy to see uh, the game parts of the game kind of which would kind of break the experience a little bit. Um, yeah, the it it was still fun to play when, but. Like doing those things was fun, but it it was the same thing over and over again. Okay, you know, and I yeah, it was Luke that brought up that uh, the system kind of sounded like uh, Shadow of Mordor a little bit, and yeah, that's kind of where like I'm I'm getting a sense of this too. Like I do remember, I I think the game wrapped itself up before this like completely overwhelmed it, but like I, I. kind of felt like Shadow of Mordor did do that thing where it did sort of loop too much and I didn't get into it as much because of that. Or I could see myself like falling out of it if it prolonged that. And then do you feel like Mafia 3 just did prolong it, unfortunately, and that kind of like was to its hindrance, basically? Yeah, it totally did. And it kind of killed some of the uh, um, momentum of the story in in doing that, which kind of sucked. Yeah. and the enemies never really change. Like, there's no... There's, the enemies are basically the same as they were from the start to the end. Okay. It's, And they also... A lot of uh, repeat repeat uh, character designs. Like, sometimes right next to each other that you'll kill. And uh, Oh, like two guys that look the exact same? Yeah, almost uh. like... I, yeah, so it just it just adds on to the feeling repetition. Because, I mean, open world games are all... It's, it's always full of repetition. It's just... Making it feel like it's not is what's important. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's always a matter of hiding the repetition in those open world games that can keep you going to you know infinity, basically. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big open world guy to begin. Like, it kind of over, overwhelmed me because I want to do everything. Mm-hmm. So I and I end up never finishing never finishing most of them. So what? Yeah, but this one has a, had a good story that carried me through. So that was. But in this one, don't you kind of just, you have to do everything, basically? Like, you don't have a choice but to do all of these, what, in a lot of other games are kind of like side missions, basically? Like, going and tracking down all of these guys? Yeah, the territory stuff is pretty much all mandatory, I believe. I don't, um, there are side missions, there are actual side missions you do for lieutenants that are totally optional. And I didn't do most of them because they didn't really deviate that much from the, from the main missions themselves, either. Okay. So... It just felt like I'd just be adding on more hours, and I, and I wanted to actually finish the game, and I felt like if I kept doing that, I might actually just burn out and not finish the game. Gotcha. So you kind of cut the cut the experience a little shorter just for the sake of not burning yourself out entirely on the thing. Yeah, I didn't want to completely sour myself on it, because there are a lot of, there are really good things about it. Like, he, like Anthony said, like, the presentation is fantastic, the performances are great, like, it's got some... There's some really standout like character performances in this game. Lincoln Clay, the main character is great. His CIA buddy is is hilarious in a in a fucked up way. Uh, the rev the reverend who's most in most of the uh, documentary scenes is is very well done. Yeah, it's like but 
and even the villain the villains are great it's but the gameplay like the the game part of the game is what's going to keep a lot of people from finishing it i think so are maybe like i'm trying to remember who compared it to to it but like is maybe like comparing it to like spec ops the line kind of a fair comparison where what it did story-wise was very interesting and kind of like pushing the medium forward but the actual game portion of it was kind of like eh, it's kind of a slog yeah i can see that comparison it's just spec ops was like in an eight hour game as opposed to this 30 hour game right yeah that was a more linear experience yeah and a little like, bit more like yeah and a little shorter i, I like spec ops yeah it was uh if this game was only the story portions and like and it focused on like they focus on like handcrafting those those story missions because there are some really good just the uh, individual story missions that are actually different from what you usually do. Uh, and if if there are more of those like in the previous Mafia game, then we're probably be having a much different conversation right now. Okay. Now my thing, um, have you guys either of you guys played the original Mafia? Because I played it for maybe a couple hours on the PC like way back in the day. Never touched. It. Okay. I can't say I've even seen it before. I don't know if I've yeah, ever seen it. I've ever seen it. Um, my my question more was like, I wonder if they're going to get another stab at this because a lot of people don't get. Um, you know, we were kind of talking about it off the air. The developer of Sleeping Dogs shuttered its doors, and that was their first open world game. Um, this is their third attempt at this genre now, and I wonder if this is going to be like a pull the plug on this thing at this point for them because like after three attempts, they still haven't gotten the uh, gotten the formula down. So. I mean, it was the first. This is the first time uh, Hangar 13's worked on, on a Mafia game, so, and uh, they had some help from the Mafia Two people, Two K Check. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, um, so this was an entirely different development studio. Yeah, brand okay. new developer. So it had a, it. I feel like it's it's really close. I feel like it's really close. Like they, like they've got the presentation part down. They just got a the gameplay and it is yeah. I think one I think they can do I think they can get get away with one more. Okay. I think. But if it's if it's similar to this, I that'd probably be the last one. Okay. I was just kinda wondering how close to hitting the secret sauce they might be because it seems like Mafia Two yeah, was more of a step in the right direction and Mafia Three seems to be kind of deviating away from that as far as like gameplay wise. I think we'd have to know how much this sells and you might be right though, because uh, these this game was probably in development for a long time. So yeah, I mean they want to uh, sign off on a four. They know they're in for four year development, and yeah, um, it has to be a sure thing. I would. Imagine. John, could you check when Mafia Two came out? Because that's God, it's uh, been... I believe it's twenty twelve. I want to say okay. So I mean, this has probably been in development for I'd say like it was four only years. It seemed like it was longer. Than I know. I was thinking it was longer than that, but I mean, maybe that's oh, 2010. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, so this game has probably been at least in one form or another, like been worked on for the last like five or six years, and for it to kind of come out like this, it's like uh, it, taking so few lessons that they should have learned from Mafia Two, and not really did anything with it i mean mafia 2 i mean you know i think all three of us are in agreement. it's sort of like one of the underrated titles of the, of the last generation it, it had its yeah. hang-ups for sure but it was one of those games like story-wise i think it hit on all cylinders and gameplay-wise it was pretty fun and it wrapped up i think quickly enough that i don't think that it overstayed its welcome and it seems like mafia 3 kind of overstays its welcome a little bit i uh, yeah i'd say that it's i i don't want to 
just hate it's a bad game. I, want, I think I think people should should give it a shot, but it's it's gonna be divisive. Like it, it's already been like reviews have already been divisive, so it's. Yeah, I actually recommend <sighs> everybody just go out and buy it. I think it's actually that game. I think you should try it. Yeah. I just. I think this is gonna be one of those that it's maybe more important for the industry than it is like a good game if that makes any sense kind of like spec ops i mean like we, we said spec ops was a little bit shorter and everything so the experience wasn't you know befuddled as much as it, as it would be in this but i don't know it, it just seems like this is gonna be one of those games as like a cornerstone or at least a like a a stepping stone, I suppose, if not a cornerstone for game storytelling abilities in the future. So, I mean, hopefully they can take this and learn from it, but I don't know. I mean, after they, three tries, it's like, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, they, Grand Theft Auto hit it on the third try, you know? Yeah, if they could just bottle up the first two hours of Mafia 2 and just, like, figure out how to make that like, a full game, they'd have a... They'd have a I think it a whole different conversation right now, because that first two hours... Is incredibly strong. Okay. This game just, nah, I don't know. Everyone's making a big old fussy over the. It's open world, mm-hmm. but you can't really do much in there. Yeah. Other than drive around. Which well, I, I kind of like. Mafia Two was the same thing. I kind of like that too, if I recall, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this game would be like, like it, it, I'm thinking Uncharted would be a good formula for this game, but that would have to be really linear. Yeah. And I don't mind that this game's open world. It just needs to focus on main story missions and just like mafia 2 there's no there's exactly, nothing to do in exactly. that world yeah except play the game yeah so i think yeah. that was the case with mafia 1 like i said i mean it's been that's God, all they had to do here 15 they... years maybe i mean no less than that it was remember that vio i had with the mini disc drive in it yeah i bought it because it could handle that or because the or because i bought mafia because my computer could handle it and i was like oh cool and I mean that's that's been a long, long time. So, I mean it tells you how long ago that was. But like it's, ugh. I do remember feeling like there's there's a lot to do here, or there's a, there's a lot of space to do stuff, but there's just not anything yeah. to do. And it seems like they just expanded upon the area of ex- exploration without any real payoff. To do, yeah, yeah, without any real payoff for exploring. Missions. But San Andreas did territories. And it was it wasn't even mandatory. It was just one of the hundred other things you could do in that game. Yeah. And that system worked better. Okay. Like you basically yeah. just kill people on territories. That their system works a lot better. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. The San Andreas felt like a sandbox. This this game feels more like its own little world that you you don't really want to play around in. Like you would want to play around it in a GTA game. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and I mean, and that's the thing too, like. Uh, we'll we'll get off the subject here in a second. Uh, but like the original Saints Row was just a Grand Theft Auto three clone. It was trying to be Grand Theft Auto three, and it did not do very well. The second Saints Row went not quite as it didn't go as goofy, I think, as the later entries three did. But but two did go in like, hey, you know, what? let's not take ourselves so seriously with this. And I think that was the secret sauce for that. Like it, it it did the open world thing, and it didn't do it quite as well as like Grand Theft Auto did. But it it, it did everything with such like a tongue in cheek thing. I mean, it was like you know, I remember one of the missions was spraying you know like shit out of a honey wagon at people. It's like okay, you know, clearly you guys are in on your own joke that like okay, we we should not take this as seriously because we're not going to beat Rockstar at their own game. We should just 
do what we do and then just try to make it fun and entertaining. So maybe maybe Mafia needs to sort of take the opposite approach on this and rein it in a little bit and tighten the experience. And like I think I think L.A. Noir did it pretty well, if I remember right, where it wasn't really open world between cases, but you could drive around Los Angeles yeah. and there would be little things um, that you could go do. Like you could go chase down suspects and stuff like that <laughs> in between missions. So it's like maybe have something like that rather than just this gigantic open world of running of like running from point A to point B and having to do the same effective mission over and over again. Yeah, basically uh, this game all it had to be was Mafia 2 for me. Yeah. I just want to play a, a story. Now, uh, so, I think Oh, go ahead, John. I think it's got a better story. I think it's got a better story than Mafia 2 also. So it yeah, would have been a saying. better just, Yeah. So. It's fantastic storytelling. Uh John, can you do me a favor and look up on uh how long to beat um how long Mafia 2 is and how long Mafia 3 is basically cuz I'm I'm kind of curious what the what the ratio is on that. I'm going to tell you right now that uh, how typing in how long is the first two searches are Mafia 3 and Mafia 2. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's that, that's that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, that is that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, telling for main, main story twelve hours for Mafia Two is what it says. Okay, if you straight you mainline it, uh, what's like the completionist time there? Uh, twenty eight for completionist. Okay, and then let's see. Mafia that's, about right. that's what I put in it. Uh, main story Mafia Three is about twenty hours. Completionist uh, thirty nine and a half, so forty hours. Okay, so I think that's maybe where it kind of delineates a little bit is clearly Mafia 2 is just a little bit more of a tighter experience. Yeah. And I think, I I really think that's what it is. I think this was just something, um, as somebody we were talking about off the air, uh, just needs an editor very desperately, basically. Maybe that's what this was, like, hey, maybe we can trim these back a little bit, so. Anyway, uh, we should probably move on from that one, because we're, I, 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 I was letting it go, I figured we'd only be about under five minutes, and I'm just watching my watch, and I think it's been about five minutes. That combines so. my time, that's all I really have been playing, so. Okay. Uh, John, have you been playing anything else? Uh, I dabbled in Transformers Devastation as a free game on PS Plus. Uh, it's from Platinum. You want to? You, you want five minutes on that, or just a quick rundown? Uh, I can just I can just talk about it really quick right now. Okay. It's I didn't I, I played like the first chapter. Uh, it's based on G one Transformers. It's got a good cel shaded comic book look to it. Uh, for those for those not interested in Transformers, that's Generation One, correct? Oh yes, Generation One. Okay. Uh, original Transformers. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, it's got a it's. It's got a general platinum sort of a combo system with a. Uh, I don't know if you guys play Bayonetta. Any of you? Yeah. It's got uh, Bayonetta's got that the witch time. You know, if you time your dodge right, it slows down time for you, and you can uh, extend your combo. It's got that in here. Um, it seems to have some, some sort of loot system too, uh, when you, and you can feed weapons to other weapons to make them better. Um, it's yeah, it, it kind of threw a lot at me in the like hour I played it. Uh, I I think I'm go back to it for a little bit. I don't I don't know. Uh, I, we'll we'll see. I, I like I, it's my favorite kind of game is a character action game. So, it's, uh, but this one seems a little um, off in terms from what I'm looking for. It's like I'm, I'm a little picky when yeah, it comes to those games. I, I played the first edition of this. I didn't bring it up because it was it didn't grab me at all. Okay, but that's just me. 
I don't really care for Transformers one bit. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I haven't seen a single one of the My Michael Bay movies. My son keeps bringing it up, though. Let's play that one game. Because mm. he watched me play it. Gotcha. Maybe I'll play yeah. it. I don't know. I don't know if it's co-op or not. Maybe because it's just bright and shiny. Yeah, it's cartoony. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to give it a shot. Uh, I think the... Uh, I'm going to... I'll play... I'm going to be playing Resident Evil. So I'll probably talk about that in the next time I'm on. But I haven't, I haven't touched it yet. The, the remake. Because uh, that was also free. That's all I got. Okay. Um, the only thing really I've been playing outside of, uh, I think we've talked about this like the last three weeks now, um, is you know me grinding Pokemon levels basically. Um, the only other thing I've really been playing was uh, now this is going to uh, be, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to pigeonhole myself here now. Uh, the Pokemon Sun and Moon demo <laughs> earlier today. Uh, is, that, is that out? Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to download that. So, so. I'll, I'll kind of go over it a little bit real quick here. So, this demo, like, it literally has you start off and you get a letter from, it's not Ash, or it's not labeled as Ash, but you get a letter from Ash and you get his Greninja. So, <laughs> I, I so from what I'm gathering out of this, after Ash loses um, fighting the Elite Four or whatever it is in the, in the Pokemon cartoon, he gets rid of Greninja then, basically. He's like, he's like okay, you lost, fuck you, get out of here, you stupid Pokemon. But yet he hangs on to Pikachu for how many years now? So yeah, it's like that's his, that's his bro, man. What are you talking about? That's his. They've been through girls the shit. Don't love Greninja. Actually, you know what? You know, you know what's weird is like, as much as Pikachu. Greninja has become like the most popular Pokemon, and like a lot of online polls, Greninja is like the most popular Pokemon now, which is a weird thing. And now, don't get me wrong, like I, I, I kind of understand it, but at the same time, this is a fucking ninja frog that t- yeah. Like, turns its tongue so far around itself as a scarf that it looks like a scarf. Like, I, I had to, like, it took me, like, probably a couple times of looking at this thing that I was like, oh, that's its tongue. That's its, that it's, that's its scarf. Okay, that's, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, it, it's an interesting character design, and I'm not really sure where the popularity came from. It maybe it was Smash Ninja Brothers. Turtles. Ninja Turtles. It's very similar. See, uh, Ninja people Frog, like Ninja, Ninja Turtles. People. People like ninja reptiles is what is what I'm here is what I've discovered. But this is a uh, so, but this is a but this is a amphibian then. So oh yeah, you're right. Mm. <laughs> I gotta go back to the drawing board. They on like this reptiles, one. Are all amphibians. <laughs> they like green. Well, I, I was I was just gonna say green skinned uh, green skinned uh, ninja things, but the uh, Greninja's bluish. So I don't really understand it. Maybe just ninja. Maybe like like anthropomorph- anthropomorphic. Ninjas is what people like, even though the Ninja Turtles are not very ninja-like when you really get down to no. it. They're yeah, those guys are kind of bruisers when you boil it right down. So they just kind of beat the shit out of people. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's it's a Pokemon game. I mean, if you played X and Y or to a lesser extent, it feels like like you know Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, but. I would say feel maybe it feels more a little bit more like X and Y. My my one complaint so far with it is that you can't use the D pad to move. You have to use the the analog stick, whatever that thing is, the nub or whatever, the circle pad. Like why I, can't you use the D pad? Is there on it? That you, uh, like, uh, as of, in this demo, no, there's nothing that does. <clears throat> there's nothing. So that that's a little frustrating for me because I I'm I'm not a big fan of that circle pad outside of sticking a dime underneath it when I'm breeding Pokemon <laughs> and biking around in a circle in this area so it just like circles automatically so it'll hatch the egg without me having to sit there and like hold the button or you know hold anything down um 
So you do this thing where you take pictures of the Pokemon and they attack you afterwards. So people are compared to Pokemon Snap, being that the like the only comparison I can put it to is because you're taking pictures of Pokemon. There's really no comparison to Pokemon Snap that I've seen so far in the demo. I don't know if maybe there's points for it later in the in like the full version of the game, but yeah, um, you fight Team Skull, who is you know the Team Rocket villains for this one, um, and there are like. I, I guess it's replacing Mega Evolutions too, but like you, I forget what it's called. But like the Pikachu, you're you're given a Pikachu to borrow, and Pikachu gets this move that it will just like one hit the uh, the enemy that you're fight or like the Team Skull person that you're fighting. I mean, granted, you're fighting an Electric type against a Flying type because you're fighting a Golbat, so I mean, you probably just one hit that thing anyway. But but I mean, <laughs> it's this pretty crazy like attack. Um, and the Greninja that you get will actually change into the Ash Greninja. I don't, I haven't seen that episode of the show, so I don't really know what the deal is, but apparently they merge, so that's some weird freaky Pokemon shit I didn't know was possible. I'm very excited. I, 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 I am oddly, I am oddly confused and aroused at the same time by this prospect that, uh... So, like... They like do a fusion dance. What what happened? I, I don't know because this this it it you literally um oh god what is it called I forget what the name of this thing is called but like you like transform I suppose and or your Greninja transforms and it has like a black and red scheme to it in its like ears area instead of like the green or the blue and like white it has so it kind of looks like ash's hat i suppose but okay. I, I don't i don't really know what the difference is in the anime and it, it honestly it doesn't seem to really make it any more powerful so i don't know what the hell's going on maybe i should have taken 10 minutes on this thing because we're at five minutes now and i really haven't gotten completed completely finished talking about this yet so we'll just tack another five here um oh, Ninja deserves the it. only the only the only five minutes will extension we'll get on this here because that thing just Made some weird noise at Nintendo me. Nintendo Switch, we're keeping it tight at five. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, you know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Don't expect coverage on that thing. <laughs> no, I, I literally have a list we're going to read, and that will be the extent of our coverage. So, we're not going to discuss anything. Um, anyway, so, um, this Greninja thing, like, I, I don't get it. I really don't fucking understand it. It's it's weird, and I it doesn't seem like it makes it any stronger. I mean, I, I don't know if they're doing away with the Mega Evolutions or what, but it's, it's this weird thing. So, anyway, um... Once that's done, um, like you keep the save file and you'll get the Ash Greninja in Sun and Moon when you actually play it. And there are some other things you can do, little side stuff that you can do to uh, like get items from the game. Any of the Pokemon that you catch in this do not count towards your Pokemon in Sun and Moon, so it's like sort of a moot point in trying to mm. catch what's there. And granted, there's not really a lot of Pokemon. I think there's I've seen a total of five, and that's including the Ash Greninja, so... I should let you catch a couple. Yeah. I just I, grind them to, like, 50. Yeah. Oh. There's, like, three or four. And once, like, the demo's over, um, you can... That's, like, the demo ends, and that's when you um, can kind of go back and do some of the other stuff that, that's in the demo. Because, um, for the most part, like, the first part is just you going and ended up fighting that Team Skull woman at the end, and... That kind of becomes the end of the like the first section. The next part, you can kind of wander around the two little areas that are in the game and, and do some stuff. You can catch some Pokemon. Um, you can ride a Tauros, which is kind of cool. Um, and, like, you blast through rocks. So, uh, from what I'm remembering, like, they're getting rid of um, the... Um, is it the HMs, I think, that... 
couldn't be a... Are the, per, are the permanent ones, like the... Cut. Yeah, cut, surf, surf fly, like, yeah. mo- the largely useless ones. I think fly's the only one that's really a, a decent move, but anyway, um... So I think it does away with that. So where as in oops, as in um what you did in like XY and I believe uh Alpha Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, um you press Y and it'll bring up like a little like cross menu for your D pad thing and you can pick like the like hotkeys basically or whatever. This you press Y and it will bring up like a pager for you to call like Pokemon jobs, I suppose. <laughs> And so you yeah, call the Tauros over that you can ride and then just plow through oh, no. these rocks. It's it's, it's kind of crazy. Can't we just click a button and then that instantly just... Yeah, yeah I know. Can't we just pager? cut it away? Yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's literally like a pager. So it's kind of nuts. What? Like, so it's like it's got Dragon Ball Z fusions and pagers. This is like the 90s. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe maybe a little early two thousands too, because it's got like the professor kind of looks like a Matthew McConaughey thing, and you kind of expect him to say, "All right, all right, all right." So, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. this this game is uh, this game is definitely interesting. And if you're, I mean, so ultimately, if you're a Pokemon person, you're you'd be dumb not to get this. It seems like it's a pretty cool th- entry to the series, especially with um, all the hacked Pokemon or the hacked Pokédex. You can see like all the Pokemon evolutions, like. For completionists like me, it's going to drive you nuts because I don't know if they're changing the dex numbers for them or not. And if they're not, then I'm going to have to make like a separate file in my Pokemon bank for them, basically. Like, okay, here's the Aloha forms. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a pain in the ass. But, um, yeah, it's it's a free demo. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, you know what? Honestly, it, it does something in my brain. I think that's why I stopped playing Pokemon because I just I had to have them all and yeah. evolve them just right. If you withhold, like, evolve doing certain moves you get stronger moves yeah if you want to be if you want to get crazy with it you can just oh follow. but but do i want to evolve him here everyone knows this but, but it's just i can't do that anymore but so. see here's the thing this is i'll get too deep in yeah but see here's the thing this is why i like pokemon there's Pokedex is just a bad word there's so much um I, I think there's like a lot of different ways to play it like gore and i are playing it where we're just trying to catch all of them and now you know not including the alola ones it's at 721 I'm at like 600 and something of these things right now. Um, I think I've got the first 250. Yeah. Um, so, so it, like, so you can do that. There's that. You can just play it casually, just play through the story, and just kind of mess around, just get your favorite team together, and just like blow through the story, and then do like all the all the post game stuff. Then then there's the 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 competitive online stuff, which requires like this crazy amount of like research and breeding and knowing like these EV things that I have no idea what they stand for. I'm just like, okay, that's out of my league. So, because then you have to know like what Pokemon are like what tiered is for. Like one of the Pokemon I used when I beat the Elite Four in X and or in X was a Pidgeot. So. That should tell you, like, I just caught a Pidgey, and I was like, I'll just keep this thing through the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. So it, it's, yeah, it's one of the things I use. That and, a, like, a level, like, 90 Zer- Zer- Xerneas, I think it's called. So, like, one of the legendaries from X and Y. So it's like, or the legendary from X. So it's like, so I've got this, like, weird thing of, like, the most basic-ass Pokemon, and then, like, the newest <laughs> legendary built into it, too. So it's like, yeah, I got this weird team. So, yeah. Anyway, that's probably enough about that. If, if you... If you're curious at all about Pokemon Sun and Moon, this will give you a small taste. I don't know how much, how, how accurate of a scope it is as far as that goes, but I suppose it'll at least give you, like, 
a clue as to like what the new stuff is that's going on in there and like what they're trying to do as far as moving away from like the hidden machines and stuff, which is great for me. When does this come out? I'm, I'm kind of uh, November 18th, I believe. I've been wanting to yeah, play a few weeks. So. It's been yeah. a while since I played a, a Pokemon. It's coming out pretty soon. Like Gore and I are like like really going nuts with Pokemon. Like we're like trading back and forth. Like, hey, do you need this? I'll breed one for you. It's kind of I don't want to say kind of sad almost, but. It's, I didn't say it. It's so. it's a little weird. So you know, coming from the guy who plays adventure capitalist, so still playing it. <laughs> okay, well, see, there we go. Oh boy, see, there, there, there there's just these little things that like tick off people's Maybe boxes. Maybe that's what kept me from playing Mafia Three. Yeah, Maybe Mafia Three is the greatest game ever. Yeah, and you. The numbers, the numbers didn't get, didn't get higher high enough for you. No, but... wasn't making enough drug money. <laughs> so okay, um. That's all I've been playing, really, guys. Do we have anything else to talk about, or should we just get on with the, uh, or should we just switch to the switch? I was so One reluctant sec, to say that. Move on. Real we quick. had a Red Dead also. I don't know what you wanted to talk about. Oh, that's right. I want to say something really, really, really quick about Red Dead. Okay. The name is Red Dead Redemption Two is a shitty name for that game. <laughs> I'm super excited for it. It's a dumb name. That's all I gotta say. That's all I'm, I gotta say. I'm gonna agree. Yeah. Go ahead or go ahead. Oh, uh, it? it's just that was bad. That was, like, that was just it's just lazy like um, uh, name recognition naming. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with the name. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, because uh, think about this: Red Dead Revolver. Have you played it? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't think. So. But we've all played Red Dead Redemption, right? Yes. Anthony. Okay. Yeah, I played it. Okay, so right there. I mean, so maybe maybe just keeping with the brand recognition is the way to go. I mean, because like I, mean, I said, I, you know, I, I understand that. I understand the thought process completely. I just think it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what else would they have called it? Red Dead. Uh, Revolution. Re- yeah. Revoked. Retribution. Retribution. Rebellion. Our our name. Our word. Insert. Revengeance. <laughs> yeah. There we Revenge- go. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Dead revengeance. Oh, and John Marston is a cyborg. He's come back from the. De- he's come back. He's now a cyborg ninja. I can see that. And then, and then you can transfer your save file from Red Dead Redemption. Exactly. So yeah, never mind. I'm you, gonna. That's enough printing Kojima. money as you're speaking right yeah, now. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a that's a, that's enough Kojima. Uh, you know, hand yeah. jobbing right here with the transferring, <laughs> which is just you know fucking. Ugh, God. Uh, love the games, hate the man. Anyway, um, so I guess we just yeah, like I said, I'm Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm excited for like I'm that's that's a day one for me. Like I, I, we said in the last podcast, I think that Red Dead Redemption was one of the surprise like hits for me for the last generation. It was that like I had no interest in it whatsoever, and I picked it up and I was just like, oh my god, this game is really good. Yes, it is. So, um, so guys, um, Nintendo did it. They, they finally, they finally unveiled what the fuck the NX is. I mean, so I guess I should take down that, that episode that we, uh, that we named just what the hell is the NX because now we know. So, um, so, um, this was an interesting trailer. I don't know. My thing is, is like, I was not a big fan of like, I guess the people in the trailer, like they all just seemed like kind of douchey and 
a little too hipstery for my blood, especially the girl who went out on the roof, like that dress she was wearing. I mean, it was just like, oh my God. It was just I was like, okay. Or that skirt where it was like, <laughs> I don't know. I, oh God. Okay. The wardrobe so, choices clothing, with these yeah. people. Clothing reviews aside, what did you think? What do you think of the Nintendo Switch itself? Um, oh, there was a console. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was, I was unable to pay attention to it because of the douchebaggery uh, forced upon my eyeballs. So, yeah. What video gamer plays basketball? Yeah. No, oh, wait. We used to. Hey, used I to. play basketball. <laughs> we used to too. Then we got over that. Like I said. Oh, yeah. oh, I see how it is. Okay. Yeah. Um. So there's there's a lot going on in this in this uh in this thing and i think a lot of it's like implying stuff without actually saying anything but some of it i'm sure might be maybe just kind of what's that phrase a bullshot basically stuff like clearly none of this stuff that was on there i think is actual like the way it's going to look i don't think any of that was actual like you know running product so i guess we'll see but yeah like uh, uh, Skyrim, we don't think that's. They here's the thing: like they still nobody said anything about Skyrim actually coming to the NX or the NS, NS. Uh, yeah, NS. yeah, NS. The Switch. This is gonna take a little <laughs> while to get used to calling it the Switch. Um, um, so like, and that list of developers they brought out. They always do this, and every system always does this. And it's not a oh these people are making games for this. This is. Oh, they've taken a look at our console and has said they'd be interested in making games for this. So, I mean, you see stuff like from like Grasshopper, which is Suda Studio. So it's like they might be interested in it, and also they might just be like porting what is it? Uh, Dark Dreams Don't Die, the D four thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, so they, they you might not see anything come of any of this stuff. That's a, that's a brave port, right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for that to have even left the Xbox One, I'm astounded. It's like, okay. The port we've all been asking for. Yeah, it's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> is, well, that, is that game that I have downloaded and will never play? Yeah, that's kind of me too. Actually, you know what? I, it's kind of one of those, like, every time I start looking at my Xbox One, I'm like, what do I want to play? And I, I get to it, I'm like, I should play this because it just seems so stupid. But We should we should probably play it one day. One of these days. Just for fun. Yeah, just to see. Turn it on. Maybe do a game club of it or something. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, so... There's a, I guess if you're like one of the like maybe three people that hasn't seen this thing, um, the Switch is basically a a controller with a cradle essentially. So I mean, if you if you really want to get down to it, it seems like the ultimate um, the ultimate form of the Wii U. Because what the Wii U gamepad was trying to do, it just the tech. I don't know if the technology wasn't there, or just Nintendo wasn't able to do it maybe but like you can actually like pick up pick up the game and walk out the room with it i mean i can't even get into my bathroom with the wii u gamepad like i can make it into the kitchen and it'll start like losing signal i mean anything gets in the way of that thing and it's like nope 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 not happening i'm like okay that's great so the wii u gamepad for me has been this like kind of a failed experiment a nifty idea and a cumbersome controller with a battery life that drains entirely too quickly um so like that's one of my big concerns with this thing. And I'm hoping, hoping they have this, this thing figured, um, is the battery life ultimately on this. Um, yeah, that's the most important thing probably for this whole, this whole idea is battery life. I think they will. I I don't have any, uh, I don't really own any tablets. Like, uh, what do you guys get out of your guys? 
Like I've got an iPad. Whatever you guys got. It, run, it, it lasts a pretty, it lasts quite a while, but I'm not playing any games on it, so I don't uh, I don't know uh, the difference in, in battery power there. But yeah, it lasts me most of the day usually. So. Um, John, what what kind of tablet did you say you have? iPad Air. They okay. Were, uh, very the first generation, so it's it's decently it's a couple years old now. So. Yeah, because I've got an I've got an iPad Air two and, um, let's see, jeez. It sounds like I, depending on how you use it, um, the iPad Air two will get ten hours of battery life out of it, and I mean that's all depending on screen brightness and stuff like that and what you're doing with it. Um, yeah. I've never really run into an issue where like my iPads like gotten low enough where I'd be worried, but anytime the longest time I'll use it for where it's not plugged into something is like, I'm reading out in the living room, like a, a book. So it's like, you know, every minute or so, like I'm flipping a page, you know? So it's like, there's really not a lot of interaction with it. Um, okay. so I, I, I think it's gotta get, what, what would you guys say is like the bare minimum bat, like battery life you'd be willing to deal with for this thing? Thank you. I think you gotta get eight to ten. I think that's gotta be the. I think if they did six, that's that's perfect. I think six is a, the. I, I think six is the area to shoot for. I think eight to ten is is pie in the sky stuff. I would love. I will love eight to ten, but I don't think they can get that out of that thing without adding so much cost to it or taking away some of the fidelity or whatever. Like I don't know how they would get eight to ten yeah. hours out of this thing, especially with as much use as it's doing since it's doing all the processing and everything too. Like I, like oh, I said, yeah. you, you play games and stuff on it. I don't think I, I just reasonably, I, I, like I said, who knows, but eight to 10 hours seems like a long time. I think six is probably yeah. a little bit more reasonable, but I can't imagine any of us using this thing for more than six hours without it needing to be plugged no. in or without us it's having it. some access to plugging it in. I mean, even a car ride, it's like, you know, you can just throw it in the AC adapter in the car. I mean, I can't, I don't know. So, um, this is, I don't know, like the, the, the whole thing with the switch for me now is they were emphasizing very much that this is their next home console. Um, I don't think we're going to see, cause clearly, clearly this is also kind of supplanting the 3ds or a 3ds successor. I don't see them yeah. coming out with another one because this is this is a, a culmination <clears throat> of the two things. I this is them merging their two product lines into one. And I think it's a good idea, but I think their yeah. second product line now It's a decent idea. I, I, I think their second product line I'm holding my hand right now. The iPhone. Or okay. an Android phone. <laughs> this is I, I, I think because you know they're 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 not doubling down, but they're starting serious game development on iOS now. Like they're putting real video yeah. games on iOS and Android. So it's like, that's their, that's their handheld market now. So I think like seeing like kind of what happened with Vita where they were trying to make home console experiences on a Vita, but the Vita just didn't have the horsepower for it. And it also didn't have enough button functionality. Poor Vita. I know. <laughs> I, I, I love the Vita, but honestly, like now, like outside of Tactics Ogre, I haven't used it for anything else in months. So I played I played Corpse Party on it. That was uh Oh that's right, yeah, yeah. you were telling me you played Corpse Party. So a few but, months ago. Um So like 
some of the things we saw in this video, um, there has to be some sort of implication of like at least local wireless because the guys, you know, the, the guys playing basketball got together and played it on two different screens, like, you know, against each other. <laughs> At the basketball court, which yeah. is totally that's a thing that's going to happen for sure. Oh yeah, in the middle of the night, under it, under what looked like a, a, an underpass of a of a highway. So I mean, clearly the best place to take out like a two to three to four hundred dollar machine and just like, oh yeah, let's all a bunch of goofy kind of dorks sitting here and on a clearly a good a good area to do that in. I mean, like you try to do that in the South Valley, you're going to get robbed out here. You know, it's like yeah, ain't with these little controllers that are perfect for NBA 2K17, because yeah. that game is totally overly complicated and full of different shit. No yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think that's got to be, I mean, I, I, I granted, they, they didn't say anything of what these games are. I mean, I think the only one we can 100% confirm is that was, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild. These other things, they yeah. might be enhanced ports for the Switch. I almost said NX again. Um... So like maybe this NBA 2K17 thing or the NBA game that they were showing, maybe that's um, something else entirely that's developed specifically for the Switch that can handle those two little controllers that don't have so a whole lot Kobe of Kobe Bryant stuff. basketball, it's back. Maybe whatever that title. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know it was an N64 exclusive. Yeah, so there was. They're coming back. Yeah, there we go. Um, but I mean, like. So this has been, I mean, this has been Nintendo's, like, little fantasy for, God, how long now? Probably since the early 2000s, so, like, maybe even earlier, because I think I heard somebody talking about, like, the Nintendo 64 and, like, Game Boy Color, like, interacting with the, or they were trying to get that to interact in some way, but, like, this is sort of the ultimate expression of the GameCube and the uh, Game Boy Advance adapter thing, like, working out, finally. Um... I think the form factor of it's finally hitting. I think the technology is finally there. Um, but my con- another another of my concern is price. Uh, so for this thing to run, what I'm going to assume, and I think we can all just assume this pretty safely because I can't imagine they're going to play the original version of this, the unenhanced version, but that was Skyrim remastered or whatever that is. I mean, I, I think it's a pretty it's reasonable it. thing. It- it's got to be remastered. I mean, that'd be, it'd be silly if it, if it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. if they're pulling the 360 and PS3 thing. So, yeah. if you're looking at it that way, that means the NX is at least in the ballpark of the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like, they're the base products for these things. Which, considering that we've got the Scorpio a year away, and the PS4 Pro just a couple, just a month away... A couple it's, weeks no, it's away. Like, it's like, I think it's the tenth. Like two, three weeks away. Maybe three. Maybe three weeks. I think okay. it's like two. So I mean, yeah. we're we're less yeah less than a month away. I mean, we're within spitting distance of the yeah. PS4 Pro. It doesn't sound like it's like oh well, that's that's a little worrisome that it's already going to be out of the gate the least or you know the least powerful console on the thing. The only thing is, is this thing looks like it's a legitimate thing that you can take up and walk around with. I mean, yes, the fact that you yeah. can walk around with a PS4 effectively in your hands is, it, I don't want to say mind-boggling, but it's just, like, astounding to think about that. I mean, we thought about, like, Anthony, like, you and I growing up, like, how incredible it was that the Game Boy Advance was a Super Nintendo in our hands, basically. Yeah. I mean, graphically and, like, processing-wise, it, 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 for all intents and purposes, it was a Super Nintendo. It didn't have the same sound processor, 
clearly by the Final Fantasy VI Game Boy Advance thing. It's just anyway. Um, but to have something so near, because like when the Game Boy Advance came out, the Super Nintendo God, were we on GameCube already by then? Yeah. Yeah. So that was already two generations removed. We're not even two. We're like what, maybe two years now since the PS4 launch and the Xbox One launch. Already three. Is it three? Jeez. Yeah, I was talking about it yesterday with a friend. Wow. I thought it was just a couple, but it's gone by. Wow. Pretty quick. 2013. Yeah. Holy cow. I thought it was 14. Is it 13? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's three. Oh, it might, actually, it might have been November 13. Yeah. I think it. Yeah. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, you're right. It's been it Call of Duty Ghosts, Infinite. Oh, and, uh, God, you're right. Advanced, yeah. November 15th, yeah. 2013. Just so remember your Call of Duty games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, so to come out within just three years of of this and then have it, like, it's basically already, you can compress it into your hands. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost incredible to think about that. It's like, oh, this thing that... Sits there, and Anthony saw my uh, most recent place. They put my PS4, which is behind my TV, yeah. behind my entertainment stand, because I'm tired of hearing the thing whirring away at me. So I'm like, well, maybe if I stuff it behind here, it'll, you know, get a little bit more air circulation, <laughs> and I won't have to hear it quite as much. Um, but to have this thing that, like, you know, is you know front and center on your on your uh, you know entertainment system, um, or you know entertainment stand, and now it's like, oh, I can just walk around with this thing now. It's it's a pretty astounding thing. My concern is ultimately price. Yeah, I, I'm thinking three to three fifty is this would be like the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's here here's my thoughts. There is what guys like me and maybe the maybe we'll, we'll just for the sake of argument, Anthony, all three of us would pay for one of these, and then there's what your average consumer would pay for one of these. Like, conceptually, like, me, I'm like, I would pay $400 for that. Like, to walk around with a PS4 like that, like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to bed now, or I'm just going to go lay in bed with my wife or whatever, and I can just take my Switch. I keep wanting to say NX. (laughs) God. I can just take my Switch and literally just walk away from it and just play it in bed and just plug it into an AC adapter in bed and just play that all night or whatever. It's like, that's astounding for me. I mean, that's like, holy shit, I, I, I... I, this is like the stuff that like dreams are made of from when we were kids. I mean, you know, you look at like the Sega Nomad and shit like that, and it's like, oh wow, that was that was a terrible thing that only worked for like two hours on on like eight AA batteries. You know, it's like okay, well, you know, but this thing, like, just te- just technology wise, I'm impressed enough with it that if Nintendo said and it's going to be four hundred dollars, I probably would be like, oh, that's a little more expensive than I was hoping, but I'd still buy it. I, I mean, I would. I'm getting a PS4 Pro, so yeah, I buy. I four hundred dollars wouldn't be that big of a deal. <laughs> I would still get it, but uh, I think most people. I think. Well, I, I think three hundred a... uh, for the uh, for like the general public, though. Yeah. So, Anthony, would you I question like uh, yes, it would look to be like three or four different controller schemes? You got the ones you can attach. Yeah. Then it had like when you're holding it, I think, when mm-hmm. you're... and then there's also a Pro controller. Yeah. Is are you getting the pro with that that four hundred? I would I would assume no. So it's going to be right, so an extra wondering. fifty or sixty dollars. I think basically. they should pack that in though. No, I think it's going to have to be packed in. Or do you get full it's... controller support with the mm-hmm. the attachable? Yeah, I guess if it's one hundred percent. Yeah, from, I mean, then that's yeah, fine. I I can't see because then I mean then if they do that they're dividing their audience right out of the box. So they would right. have to have it where 
either it comes bundled with a pro controller, which I can't see it really happening because they'll they'll they can sell that separately. Why would they want to? You know, no, I know why, but I'm just yeah. I just but, like when companies do what they should. Do. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but you know, we're it's so I, I I can't imagine that it wouldn't have it and like. I don't know about all of the buttons because it's 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 never really made clear enough like on the video on like exactly where all these button layouts are and everything. So it's like I, I am assuming that all the buttons are there and I don't think Nintendo would have gone this far without thinking about it and like, okay, hey, we need to get this. So if a person buys this and this is all they have, they're good to go. I mean, did you have God did the did the Wii come with the nunchuck or did you have to buy that separate? It did. I don't think it did. I think, you had to I buy think it that. did for a while, and then they. Well, I think there was a bundle, maybe, but I think <laughs> right out of the box, it was just a Wii remote. Uh, yeah, for I don't think you got the nunchuck. I, I think everyone just bought one. Launched with it. God, I don't but know. after that, I think it was separate. Okay. Well, either way, like it was I mean, like forty and then twenty for the, uh... the 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 fact that like that that was even an option basically was like okay. I mean, right there, you're dividing the audience. Um. I, for the most part, the no, you're fine. Well, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, I mean, you got to remember, I did work at GameStop, so yeah. yeah. So I did see a lot of those things go through. But I think that, like, for Nintendo to do that now to divide the, the divide the potential audience is a dumb move. I mean, granted, Nintendo is known for their dumb moves. I mean, the Wii U just in general was a dumb thing to do. It, Technology wasn't there. The ambition was there. The idea was there. Just the ability to do it and deliver it to the market and their marketing was not there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, so for me personally, 400 not a big deal. John, you said 400 not a big deal. Anthony? Yeah, 400 is not a big deal. And anyone who says it is, yeah, die. Now, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I understand your your general price. But... Yeah, your general public though. I don't know because they're gonna if they see this thing, they're gonna see PS the the PS4 the base one is what three hundred dollars now. Okay. Yeah. S- same thing with the Xbox, and then we've got the PS4 Pro for four hundred dollars, which is more powerful. Now, granted, yeah, you can't take this. You can't take the PS4 Pro and walk around with the damn thing, but for your average person. Or your average, like, you know, like, eh, we'll say mom or dad buying their kid a video game system. They're going to see, oh, well, sure, the Nintendo thing is always kind of supposed to be family-friendly, but the PS4 is cheaper. It has a bigger library of games. And it's been around for three years already. Or at that point, it'll be three and a half years nearly. It's got a track record of success, whereas if we go after this Switch, it's going... We don't know if this is going to make it or not. You know, this could be... The next Wii U. It's like, oh, the last time I bought a Nintendo was when I bought the Wii U, and little Bobby was complaining there's never any games for it, you know? So I asked, that's That was the other reason I was bringing up uh, the Pro Controller, because uh, you think you can buy, like, the tablet separate? No, because the tablet is the machine. Yeah, that's all the part tablet. of No, so I'm saying, can you buy extras, and then if you just put it in the dock when you want to play on the TV? Are, you, are we going to see that? I'm confused at your question. Like, you buy extra tablets and take them out. Because you can just use the tablet, right? And just take it out. And then when you want to dock it onto your TV. Yeah, well, yeah, that, uh, well that's, so what, that's the... what I'm saying. Are we going to be able to get, like, a cheaper just tablet? After no. post? I bet you not. But they... I bet you not. I really want this for my kids. And that's what I think be... it's like a wait. This is, that's, that's like a wait and see kind of thing. They don't really. are going to have to. Maybe in a few Maybe in a couple years down the line. If. Because my kids if aren't going to share thing. that damn thing. Yeah. 
if this thing is <laughs> is a success, I think we might see different forms of it, sort of like we did with the 3DS. Like we got the 2DS, which is the more kid friendly one. Which mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you could you could drop that thing onto a tile floor and it bounces and it's pretty safe. Whereas the 3DS, you do that, and it could be done. You know, like crack the screen in half. Um, ultimately, like I like right out of the gate. No, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I don't even think within the first year they're going to do that. I hope they do. So, but because it makes sense because it's not because you got to remember it's not just a tablet. I mean, so if you do, basically you're just not wanting the docking station. You just yeah, don't want the ability buy, to put it on the TV. Well, if yeah, if you buy extras for your kids, and then whenever they want to just dump theirs into the the TV, they can just. That's an interesting question as far as like docking station goes. I wonder Is it if a lock to one console yeah like if you bring over your switch and come over to my place and like here let me put this in here don't is it going it to be like is it going it. to be yeah that's that's an interesting thing i hadn't even considered so that's i can't imagine they would do something that's stupid no i don't think they'd do something that's stupid but it's not beyond imagination that they would uh yeah god that's the thing i'm worried about i don't care about the hardware the console mm-hmm I guess I care about games, obviously. I was going to say, yeah. Games, but they just need to fix that network. Like, like stuff I'm bringing up. Like, we should be able to buy more tablets. Mm-hmm. should be able to have more than one account, you know. Yeah. Well, should here... be able to have, like, four of these things okay. attached to a family account, at okay. least. Speaking of, speaking of accounts, my big con- another big concern of mine is these Nintendo accounts, which you buy something on... You know, I mean, I don't know how many times, like, three times now I've bought A Link to the Past. I, Mario Brothers. You buy these things over and over again because Nintendo doesn't have a uniform thing. Well, they have it up until recently. A uniform, like, ID, like you do with, like, your Xbox and your PlayStation. I'm hoping that they sort of bring everything forward, or if not, they're just going to end up having to cut ties with everything and start from scratch. But, I mean, if they do that, that's... Probably gonna miff off a lot of people like me to a point. I mean, like uh, I'd be fine with that. I, I've I've not bought a virtual console game. I don't yeah. think I've bought one, so I'm fine. Okay, I never bought anything on the Wii. I think I have a couple downloadable games, but I never bought any backwards or uh, yeah older Nintendo titles. Yeah, so I'm I'm fine if they just this generation PS4 and 360. I guess 360 doing backwards compatibility, but yeah, I was gonna say that. Well, kinda, you mean you mean the Xbox One? They're kind of transitioning to. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's yeah, called. but they're transitioning <laughs> to uh, I guess like a platform now. I think all the consoles. Yeah, and we'll just get iterative crap. On I them. think I think Nintendo just needs to do that, and but they've never done it. So yeah. if they do it now, at least they're doing it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I ten years too late. I do. Yeah. Well, it's Nintendo for you in general. Like, they 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 go so far ahead sometimes that they just like are like oh. Crap, we, you know, whatever they were trying to do wasn't there, virtual boy. Well, and then they still haven't announced anything, so we're still, we're not really anywhere closer to knowing what this thing is. No, no. We have an idea, and we see what it is, but I think they're going to fix a lot of their network stuff. I'm hoping so, because, like I said, this whole Nintendo ID thing is, is a frustrating point of contention for me, because, you know, going from the Wii, and the Wii U, and the, uh, and the 3DS, it's like, I can get a discount on some Wii U virtual console games if I've bought them on the Wii, as long as that Wii's data was transferred over. But before I bought my Wii U, my Wii took a dump, so I haven't been able to do that. So all the Wii U or all the Wii virtual console stuff, which was hundreds of dollars worth of stuff that I bought, um, is 
lost until I send it into Nintendo, which I really should do. It's an eighty dollar thing, I think, to get it fixed or at least get it transplanted or whatever. I yeah, just it's just sort of one of those things. It's like oh, I should just go send it off. But anyway, um, that's it, it's that thing of like I've been doing this. I've been you know I've been doing this song and dance for ten years now with them, and it's like it's frustrating for guys like me who have invested so much in it. And I, I, I do understand the clean break on one hand, but at the same time, like I said, guys like me, it's like, I'm one of your Nintendo whales, basically. It's like, for them to just sever it all together, it's like, great, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to tie it all together, though. Yeah. Um, Good luck, though, with that. So, so um, I, when, when, like, getting back to the battery thing, um... The Wii U gamepad by itself has kind of a shitty battery. I, mean, I think we've talked about this before. I've talked about it anyway. Um, I, I think it gets like four hours, maybe. At, yeah, that's right. I think it's like three to four hours, which is less than a Vita, less than a 3DS. Um, so I'm imagining we're going to see... It's got to be better than the Wii U gamepad because where... I'm thinking like... My reasoning behind this is... One, the battery technology has improved in, you know, X amount of years it's been. But also, the Wii U is streaming the data from the console onto that gamepad, so it's, you know, draining the battery more. Whereas the Switch... God, I don't like that name. I really don't. Um, <laughs> it's um, all right. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate it. I just... It's like... Eh, it's kind of dumb. Anyway, um... It's Chicago, better than the Wii. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with Wii. It was Wii U I had a problem with. But anyway, um... More like P.U. Yeah! yeah. Oh, hey. Got him. Oh. <laughs> jokes in, jokes in, jokes in. <laughs> uh, that well, wasn't a joke. I was just hoping someone would end me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me come up with a walking the room esque uh, uh, you know, uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, I was hoping yeah. that was the end of my life. <laughs> Not out that easy, to make buddy. A clean break, damn it. So uh, real quick here, let's. Um, so like, whereas like the the switch is actually powering this thing, and it's it's you know directly into it. So it, you know it's basically like a Vita or a 3DS. So I'm I'm hoping that it gets at least as good a life as like a Vita or a 3DS does. Yeah, Vita's decent, actually. I think it's like five hours. Yeah. I can like I can live with five. I'm hoping for six though. I would love eight to ten, John, but I, I think yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll definitely I'm be done. <laughs> what was that, John? I'm an I'm an optimist, I guess. Yeah. Um, so a couple other things in this thing, like we saw a new Mario game, but I don't know if this is going to be like the, one of those Mario one twenty eight <laughs> things that it just never comes to fruition. Like this was just sort of a thing, but it looked like a like a like a three D Mario. It was a Mario sixty four style game, which is kind of I don't want to say exciting, but it's kind of exciting to see that because we haven't seen one of those since Galaxy Two. And I, I could go for another one, honestly. So they'll, they'll need another one at launch. I don't think that's going to be a launch one, honestly. I think they would have showed Mario? their hand. Yeah, I think they would have showed well, their hand on Mario already. No, they I need think, some games for this damn thing. Well, they're going to have they're going to have Zelda at launch. So yeah, I think Zelda. having Zelda at launch is going to be huge. Like that game was really good. Oh. Yeah, that's. I mean, Zelda is big, but. There was no Mario game at the Wii launch. 
And there was a uh, Mario game. There was a Mario game at the Wii U launch, though. I'm just saying it would help. I think it would help. Oh no! Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if if they could bring in all their big all their big franchises and do that, I think it would be a big help. Yeah, I'm not sold on this thing yet. So. But I think. Uh, oh, John, go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. It's going to have a packing game. I'm, I can almost guarantee that. Like Nintendo, pretty much always does that. So that, and it's probably going to be decent. Like so, but and then having Zelda, because the thing that I didn't, I never got a Wii U is because there was no Mario, and eventually, and there's going to be Zelda, but it's by there's going to be a new console by the time there's Zelda on it with the same Zelda on it. So this is like. The fact that Zelda's gonna be at launch is, at least for me, like a huge deal. Like I'm gonna, that's the reason I'm gonna get one is because it's gonna have Zelda already. Yeah. And another thing too, I think we're gonna see, and I'm kind of curious. Um, now, I, I I'm not familiar with Splatoon, but people who have who are familiar with Splatoon, they were saying like that Splatoon map they were showing isn't in the current version of Splatoon. So, yeah. are we getting a new Splatoon? Is that a a a port? Uh, an upgraded port of that. The reason I'm thinking that is because, or it's like an upgraded port, is the Mario Kart footage they showed. That's Mario Kart 8, but there's characters, uh, the, what is it, the King Boo? That's not a yeah. character in Mario Kart 8. Yeah, so, but it was definitely, definitely 8. Yeah, so I mean, clearly, I, I think we're getting enhanced ports. I think we're going to see some enhanced ports at launch just to kind of get it out the door. So I would imagine, like, if if they can get like I, I think we can do without a Mario game at launch if they can get Zelda and like Mario Kart like the the you know the enhanced port of Mario Kart eight out at launch maybe yeah. and just maybe we see a Smash Brothers port you can think, get think, you, yeah it'll be there yeah if you can get I mean I I think they might hold off on Smash Brothers till maybe a little later I mean I we, I mean you know, this is all speculation but like I I would like I, I think like a strong launch thing would be Zelda and Mario Kart come with those. And then maybe a few months down the road, spread it out, and then bring out um, Smash Brothers. Maybe even like in the holiday season, or depending on when this Mario game is ever going to come out, you know, do it like in between launch and there, basically, you know, like kind of something to buffer because as the Wii U's sort of been. That's true. They need to spread it out. Yeah, the Wii U. It, I mean, Mario in September wouldn't be that the worst thing. Yeah, I, I could live with that. Even even if they push it to the holiday. Just for the holiday season, say, and then did that, or then did like the the like enhanced the, ports. So like December for Mario would be pretty great. Good, well, you want you, you don't want to get it out in December. You want to get it out um, maybe mid early November because you want to hit Black Friday. You want to get those oh, Black like Friday sales. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I would want it in December though. That's probably when I would get it. <laughs> so, um, one thing as far as like. Um, like, as a Zelda fan goes, this might actually be the platform that finally makes Four Swords a viable thing. Like, you can actually, like... Yeah, you can, you can I played a lot of Four Swords. Court. Which I've one? I always wanted to play Zelda at the basketball Four court. Game Boy Advance? No. See, this... But I ditched a lot of high school, so we would just... Yeah. We'd be linked up. It wasn't easy. Yeah. We got it done. Yeah, but uh, but that's what I mean. This would be easy now. This would be, like, yeah. make, making the barrier to entry in this thing. Like, I, like, you know, as big a Zelda guy as I am, I've never played Four Swords. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to buy a $15 cable. Yeah. Like, times four. Yeah. To play the game. Times the system. <laughs> times the game. You know, it's I, a little I've ridiculous. I've played it as Three Swords Adventures. <laughs> I never quite got to four. But I have played it before. Oh, uh, nice. Um... So my, like, like, some people are concerned about, um, you know, like, oh, is, does that mean Pokemon Sun and Moon are going to come out for 
the Switch. I almost said NX again. Um, the next Pokemon will. Yeah, next Pokemon. And like, yeah. it's like some people are, oh, maybe we'll see a port. No, because Black and White 2 came out when the 3DS was out. I We're not going to see... Uh, maybe, yeah, not maybe. The next Pokemon will most likely be on the Switch. Sun and Moon, this is... This is it. But for me, this is like, holy shit, this is it. Finally, we can finally get a good looking Pokemon game. We can oh, finally man. finally get a real Pokemon game. I mean, this is kind of like, this is it. I mean, this is what I've been waiting for all these years of, you know, playing fucking red, blue, and yellow when I was in high school. So it's like, this is... This is Go ahead, sorry. No, no, I, I was just kind of babbling there Drop about how excited I am. That would be... They could actually, like, evolve the series... Into from the formula it's been using into like more even more of an RPG like it could be that a new Pokemon game like that would make a lot of money yeah. <laughs> like a silly amount of money and see and that gets back to the price thing too where like I said I I'm I'm fine with four hundred dollar price point but if they're gonna sell Pokemon on this thing this thing is gonna have to be cheaper because yeah. if this is going to be the successor if this is going to be the Pokemon machine from now on unless they're going to start putting it on iOS and Android this thing is huh. going to have to have a lower barrier of entry for price which is kind of a concern so it's like okay so 300 is that reasonable for people you think i don't know like like i said this is sort of like stuff we all like it takes it's going to take a lot of a lot of consideration it looks like it costs a little bit yeah of money though I'm wondering, because Nintendo has never sold something and not made a profit on it, as far as, like, their hardware goes. So I'm wondering they're gonna have to, like, if they're going to do that this time, or if they're just going to try to break even, or take it as a loss leader. You know, it's like, oh. One, um, kind of like my final, like, little thought for this that I didn't even think about until I was listening to, was it Axe of the Blood God, uh, US Gamer Podcast. This thing is going to be marvelous for RPGs. Um... I have Trails of Cold Steel on the PS3 and the Vita. And the crossplay thing is a little clunky because you have to pull it, pull the save from the cloud. And then when you want to play on the PS3, you have to put the save up into the cloud. And then when you want to play on the Vita, you have to put it up into the cloud and then pull it. Whereas this, it's literally just pick up and play. And then like, oh, I just want to go play this in bed now. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, so this is exactly, this is kind of one of those things like, oh, for like JRPGs and those like kind of long-term investments that you just maybe want to plunk away at. And you would like to play on your TV occasionally. I think this is great for that. Like, I think this is going to make a world of difference for a lot of like, like, say, like Persona Five. Maybe we see a Persona oh, Five. Uh, what would that be? Well, uh, Blood, maybe instead of Golden or whatever, or yeah. Crimson, whatever that would end oh, up yeah. being. Like, seeing something you're like, like that, that would be really cool. Oh man, I, I didn't even think about Persona Five on this thing. Oh, it'd be so perfect. <laughs> oh man, I love Persona. <laughs> and, and like being able to do. You know, do the Vita in the console thing at the same time? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See, <laughs> Nintendo, like I said, I mean, the ball's in Nintendo's court, and there so is... Nintendo can get back that JRPG market yeah. that Sony has unlocked right Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing. Um, we, I think we talked about this in the last podcast. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven, as it, I, if I remember correctly, it's been announced for for the NX, the yeah. Switch. NX and Switch. PS4. Yeah, PS4 <laughs> and 3DS. The 3DS is going to be this kind of different 2D, 3D version or whatever. So if the NX is as powerful as the PS4, that means it can do the PS4 version and then it can do the 3DS version. So it's like, holy shit, the possibilities for this thing. Like I said, 
the balls the balls in their damn court. I, I honestly like they I they have so much room to work with with this that they could just dominate. They just need to get third party support. They need to back third parties up as hard as they can and give them every reason to develop for them. Because without the third party support, this thing's going to turn into a Wii U again and it's going to fizzle and die. And they they, they really yeah. need to cuz uh, I see every week there's a new JRPG. I don't know what they are. Yeah. They're just releasing them, and I guess people are buying them because I'm seeing the same titles over and over. Mm-hmm. Again, like two or three releases a year. I'm like, what is this game? But people are buying them. Yeah, I mean, look how many Hyper Dimension and like, games there this? are. Yeah. Who who are playing these? But uh, I don't know a single person that touched those there must games. Be a lot, a lot of people played them. So, but yeah, there are people who are playing them. But I I couldn't. I don't know a single person in real life that has ever played a yeah, Hyper like to get exclusive Vita releases. Like, yeah, people are still playing JRPGs and on a Vita too. It's like okay. So. They're probably made on the cheap, but oh, I'm however sure. they're released, yeah, people buy them up like cheap horror movies. So I mean, like I said, so I mean, and then like um, Tokyo RPG Factory, I think it is the one that made I Am Setsuna are, are on that list of developers that are mm. you know interested or whatever. It'd be nice to see I Am Setsuna on there so you can play it on the TV and then play it on the go, play it on the TV, play it on the go. This way you can kind of plunk away at it. Um, maybe seeing like the next Bravely Default come out on this would be kind of cool, uh, you know, because they're hinting at the next Bravely Default thing announcement come coming eventually sure, yeah. it's just a matter of like i said where are we going to see this thing and is it going to go are they going to stick with the 3ds because the 3ds has a gigantic <clears throat> was, install base i was just going to ask when does that thing die i think it's probably got a good good two years before it's dead unless the switch is a runaway success and it's got maybe maybe september next year you know so maybe about a year but i think i think the 3ds has got about two more years because right now it's a good harvesting time for the 3ds You've got people who have been using it for years, they've got it figured out, and it's probably cheaper to develop for than anything else on the market right now. So it's like, well, we can do this. So let's put this game out here. So I think it'll be a while before we see a transition, but I'm thinking like for the next iterations of some of these games that are in the works, like we could see potentially some really cool shit coming to the Switch. So, and yeah, like I said, that, that thing of like, Persona 5 maybe come into it? That's that's fucking exciting. Because that would be... That, I mean, that would be just the greatest way to play that thing, I think. Oh, absolutely. If someone who's played Persona 4 on a console and on a Vita, yes, that would be the best way to play Persona 5. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it, there's so much to say and so much potential with this thing that I hope, I am hoping that this works out very well for Nintendo because what they're bringing to the table, I am... I'm, I'm honestly, I'm pretty excited for like, I'm unless, unless over the next five months, they really like shit the bed with a lot of this stuff, like what they show and what it does and what it doesn't do. I'm buying this thing day one. If I got, if I got to take a couple days off work and camp out for this thing, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this thing day one specifically hmm. for Zelda. So at least, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'm going to get it at release. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in getting it though. We'll see. I just want a couple games. Yeah. That's why I want that Mario Zelda. It's not gonna do it for me. Yeah, that's that's fine. And there's some other games I've already. Can we get some Metroid, please? And just other crap. The baby. Let's just the get baby. some. Let's just get some games. Yeah. Good Metroid. So, John, how about you? How uh, what what are you thinking as far as like getting this thing goes? I mean, short of like I said, them shit in the bed with the messaging or whatever. What's 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 your <laughs> feel right now? If death is launch title i'm gonna 
Might have launched. Hey, uh, hey, hey you're just breaking up pretty bad there. Let's try that again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If Zelda is locked into the launch title, I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna be getting it at launch. So. Okay. Well, I think yeah. they said it's gonna come launch or launch window anyway, which I'd imagine is like probably pretty quick after. I can't imagine that they're not gonna launch with a major Nintendo franchise, and I think Zelda's the one because that's. It'll, yeah. It'll it'll launch. For yeah. Me. Yeah. I honestly, and I feel kind of bad now because it's like. I have no interest in the, the Wii U wait. version of Breath of the Wild at this you point. Can't, you can't release a new console and then not have it out when it's already been announced for the Wii U. Yeah. It's like the GameCube and Wii Twilight Princess. They'll just have it at launch. Yeah. They have it on both. It's kind of funny, though, because the GameCube version ended up being the superior version. But Who knows? We'll yeah. yeah. It'd be funny if the Wii U version, after all this, ends up being the superior version. It's like, how did that happen? It's like this this kind of forgotten relic. I mean, granted, the GameCube was sort of a oddity with Nintendo too, like it didn't do very well when you think about it, even though it was like more powerful than the PS2, but like I said, I mean it goes to like, power doesn't always matter I mean the game yeah, games matter, yeah, I mean Xbox was the most powerful console out of that generation, and then you know, followed by the GameCube, and then followed by the PS2, and the PS2 ate both of them for lunch, so I mean, and then the PS3 was the strongest and the 360 and the Wii ate it for lunch yeah Well, actually, the PS3 ended up overtaking the 360, I think. PS3 kind of actually handily has taken over. They have a pretty big... Oh, it's not handily. It took a while, though. It's not handily. It's still close. It's still a pretty big one. But we took... We owned both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we destroyed it. Yeah. It took... And that was the week. In, like, those... Those, like, three years it had, it, like... It made all the money it ever needed to make. Yeah, power's not an issue. Yeah. Because... Or else Wii U would be number one, because it's the weakest. Yeah. It's just a bad system. Yeah. Games. Yep. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, because that's, like I said, that's, I mean, the PS2 had that going for it. Yeah, it was the weakest system, but it had the biggest breadth of games out there for it. I mean, you know, you could play the hardest of the hardcore stuff to the oddball stuff like uh, Mad Maestro and Mr. Mosquito from, you know, fresh games. That's that's why I, I want to, I'll reiterate games because I just want a good launch. Yeah. Like, PS2 had a great launch, just a lot of variety. Just just put out a lot of games. It had a lot of variety. I wouldn't call it a great launch. At the time, I think it was just like, that time it came out. It just the PS2 was was just a great launch. But that was just a jump in uh, from PlayStation to PlayStation Two. I don't think we've seen a wide gap like that in performance. No, no, we there really was a haven't. big transition. I guess sixty four people went crazy for Mario sixty four, but I didn't yeah. really that jump didn't it didn't mean as much. I guess that graphical jump. What were the PS2 launch games like? Tekken Tag and uh... Tekken Tag, SSX. I think because SSX came out, and that's yeah. one of my favorite franchises ever. Yeah, I think that single-handedly uh, made the PS2. See, launch. like you said, that, I mean, that's that's. I would say like SSX has probably stood up to the test of time. I don't know about Tekken Tag, but like Phantom yeah, Vision. Yeah, Tekken. Dice Wars was a launch, I think. Yeah, Dice Wars Two. It was a good game. Okay. No, you're right. No, you know now that you're now that you're now. I, I think I just had a lot of variety. I think the PS2 did have a definitely a strong a strong lineup as far had as a launch. <laughs> I know I've made that choice. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, final thoughts. Any 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 others? Or I think I think that about wraps that up there because I I think I've I think I've dominated the conversation. But I'm also uh, the we'll, sort we'll of see. Nintendo head here. I don't know. I'm interested in this thing, but. I'm just interested to see what happens to the 3DS. Like we, I think price is going to be a big issue because you can buy a eighty dollar 2DS right now. Yeah, 
which is crazy. Yeah. They, so you can just, and I actually know people who buy them actually because it's cheap. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, to make this just one console, to make it a hybrid, we'll see going forward. Yeah. I need more details on this thing. But it's an interesting strategy because they've dominated the handheld market. So, and, but you gotta. Think. And this is still gonna be a handheld. They're still pushing it. Well, right now they're pushing it as the home console. They're not even talking about. I don't handheld. know in that in that that little commercial or little trailer, whatever you want to yeah. call it, had a lot of. Well, they did, but they were pushing the outdoors play. So I think they were, but but if you think about it, like um, even on their site. This is it was saying like Nintendo's new home console, like they're emphasizing home console because I think they're trying to well, make to a mental push. break to, uh, away from. I think they're trying to make that mental break away from portable because they're trying to emphasize like not how powerful it is, but like this can stand with the big boys, basically, you know. So, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, John, any closing thoughts on it? Uh I think I'm just looking forward to finally caring about a Nintendo console again. So yeah, me too. I, Outside of my yeah. 3ds, I mean, yeah, it's like I said, the Wii U. I I don't know. Yeah, it it was a console. Yeah, I'm in the mood for some Zelda and Mario. So I think I think this is coming around around at the right time. Uh, we'll we'll see. It's still got a few months to. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure we'll have more details of it in the next couple weeks, at least pricing wise and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we I, I'm hoping maybe by like January we'll get price points. I can't honestly, I can't even remember like when they announced how much the Wii was going to be. Like, yeah, I mean, March is the target, right? I think. Yeah, March it says yeah the- March 2017. So I I can't see it getting pushed back, but I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't like surprise me to to my death if it got pushed back, but. Like I would, I I think it, I think March is a pretty safe bet at this point. Have consoles been pushed back. Uh, I don't they know. Actually, they're pretty solid on release. Most of the time. Yeah, this thing will probably come out when it's supposed to. Yeah. I can't. I, did the Wii U get put? I feel like the Wii U might have got delayed at one point. Uh, but I, don't know. I think when they have an uh, official announcement, though, I guess there wasn't an official date on this, right? It was yeah, March. March. Yeah, I just said March 2017. So I mean, hardware. Probably, yeah, you gotta be a little more specific with hardware than ga- than the games. I know when they announce a date, I have never seen an actual date pushback. Yeah, I can't but, think of anything. But I still, think to you're say right. March and then to not have it out in March. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. This thing can't just come out in June. But hey, let's hey let's remember Miyamoto did say uh did say uh Breath of the Wild was gonna be out before Star Fox was. And uh, yeah, still waiting on that. He's not a central figure yeah. in Nintendo. Yeah, still, wait, oh, still no. waiting on Star Fox. Still waiting oh. on Star Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, John's right. We're still waiting on Star Fox. So, still waiting on a good yeah, Star Fox game. Oh, so he was right then. Yeah, so maybe he's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that wraps it up there. So, um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else to say about this thing. I think we, I think we, I think we blow the topic dry. So, um, Check us out on the internet, Games and Junk, pretty much everywhere. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Jason Ariola. Uh, John, you are? John Lucero, 777. And Anthony is Leave and Me Alone. I am at I hate Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you're at what, two accounts now? Uh, one was just so I could follow video games. Gotcha, okay. So. I can't really talk because technically, like, the Games and Junk one, it's like, I'm... I tried to, uh, well, the funny thing is I tried to create that account just to have it or no one... 
No, I knew I had it. Yeah. And you text me like an hour later. New account? I'm like... Well, because you followed me, dumbass. Did I follow you? Yes. Is that what? Yes. I'm a dumbass? Yes. Because you're the dipshit. Did I follow you that fast? Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to <laughs> Yes, of course. When it says when it says Anthony V as your name That's and hilarious. it follows me, yes, I'm like, oh gee. I thought it just like somehow popped up. I'm like, I'm like, oh gee, who who the f- I don't know any other Anthony V's that would uh, randomly fucking follow me on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, oh god, okay, so uh, anyway, that's that that's that, and uh, we'll some bad drugs I got. Yeah, uh, yeah, you you did a little too some much. Bad man. crack. <laughs> We'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. I just seriously, I didn't even think about it.